Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Back here on the herd, special guest joining us right now, former NFL cornerback, a star in Cleveland. Then he went to Pittsburgh, played for Tomlin. Joe Hayden is with us. Uh, Joe, 12 seasons in the NFL. Um, very exciting, huh? Oh, Great man. run in Cleveland. Oh, it was a good time. Should, good we, time. should we open with the Manziel questions or just skip and forget about that? <laughs> Let's just blank that out and get right to the current NFL because there's a lot happening, Joe. Um, yeah. Obviously, I want your reaction as a cornerback to the Trayvon Diggs big mm-hmm. signing by Dallas. They're going to keep him in the fold. I thought he was a little overrated. I know he had a mm-hmm. lot of interceptions, but he did get cooked pretty often, gave yeah. him a lot of yards. Um, where are you on Diggs and the Cowboys? Uh, I'm really happy that they gave him the deal. Um, I'm a really good a really good friend, friend and oh. fan of Diggs. Um, he's from Maryland, just like me, so yeah, we're from yeah. the same area. Um, but I think he, he takes a lot of chances. I mean, it's definitely going to be um, – Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I think he wins more than he loses. Um, and at the same time, I think he's just now with Stefan Gilmore on the other side. Yeah. I think having him to be able to just teach him a little more like, look, we don't have to always bait and, bait and switch like that. So I think having another vet on that side uh, with Gilmore being a future Hall of Famer, I think it's going to help out Tri- Diggs uh, tremendously. Yeah, I, I wonder. This defense, you know, it's going to be good. Parsons, um, the both cornerbacks, Dan mm-hmm. Quinn knows defense. I, what's the ceiling for these guys? Can they can they finally get back to a Super Bowl? Is that realistic? Man, I don't know. You jumped to all the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just, we got to win some playoff games here, right, guys? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of them. Um, I, I think they can be successful. Offense, defense, they have all the players. It's just like tight games. You got to have Dak ended up finishing them, some of those games for them. And uh, just I think the defense, they can close out some of these games with Parsons getting some strip sacks with um, our boy getting some picks. I think that would be really good for him. Yeah, interesting you bring up Dak. Um, I don't uh, He's like a top 10-ish quarterback, but he led the league in picks last year, and he missed mm-hmm. like four or five games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just tough to kind of analyze him like – He's faced the Niners two years in a row in the postseason and hasn't really done anything. I, I don't know. Is he holding Dallas back or is that too harsh? 
I think that's a little harsh. Okay. You know, I, I mean, I think um, I think he has a high ceiling. I think that he can still come back. I think we give him a little more time. We give him this year um, just to come back uh, healthy, play the whole season, yeah. just stay on, keep his feet under him. Um, with C.D. Lamb having another year, just with those weapons that he has too, I think that uh, we just give him a little bit of time. I think Dak will be able to okay. be all right. Uh, yeah. give optimistic. Him a give him a chance. I, I like it, Joe. Optimistic. Uh, let's go to the Steelers. Um, I uh, They're one of my teams this year. I kind of mm-hmm. think... I like what I saw from Pickett last year. I love the defense healthy, but mm-hmm. I do have questions about the secondary. You know, they got a lot of new guys in there, um, and you played for Tomlin. I'm just mm-hmm. curious, um, your thoughts on Pittsburgh and kind of the newish secondary for with Tomlin. Um, I, I love they brought in Patrick Peterson. Yeah. You know, we can't forget about him. I think Pat is going to be a crafty, crafty vet uh, back there. Mink of his Patrick. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody talks about how really good he is. I think coming from Miami, just continuing the ball and could create turnovers for that defense. And we didn't have T.J. Watt last year too he was help, he was hurt a lot of the year and he's literally a game changer every yeah. game i played with them he had an interception he had a pick yeah. he was doing something to change the game um so i think just with those level of ballers with coach tomlin and his coaching style and just the way he's going to get the best out of his players can he pick it with another year under his belt yeah. just being able to kind of you know help the team not not don't lose the game just try, help them. we can win a couple with you so yeah, yeah. i think uh i think that'll work out a lot for the Steelers. so i know the audience heard you say we with pittsburgh now oh. i say we with the jets i didn't play for okay. them shocker uh but i root for them so do you align yourself we with pittsburgh or cleveland because you spent I, more time in cleveland i did seven in cleveland i did five in pittsburgh it's kind of hard to detach you know like it's, <laughs> i love both cities i love yeah. both fan bases um i want them to be successful because when i was there that's all that i was trying to do i wanted to win for cleveland tried to win for pittsburgh um but you just know you know the guys you know the people that are there still you have relationships with them so i feel like those are my friends i'm like yeah we're in it together (laughs) but you know just trying to be uh constructive and just let from an outside perspective what do i really see from the team Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a little like oh we but you guys need to tighten up a little bit Uh, let's just talk about cleveland so when you got to the browns obviously first round pick out of Mm -hmm. florida uh, a gentleman by the name, I think LeBron James was uh, a big deal in Cleveland at the time. Maybe uh, Kyrie Irving. We passed in the air, me and LeBron, 2010 when I got to Cleveland. He was going to Miami, oh. so that was kind of, that was tough for me because I'm a big, big, big LeBron James fan. Okay, biggest fan of LeBron I think of anyone in the league. And then when 2011 Kyrie came, so then I was going to every single Cavs game. Kyrie and Tristan came. Those are my homies. Floor sees Dan Gilbert bring me to the game, and we didn't. We weren't too successful, you know. We were about 20, 20 games. Uh, stands were kind of empty, but that's was I was always there. Big, big fan of wow. basketball. So when LeBron came back, Dan was like, "Joe, you were loyal. You were here. Yeah. We won twenty games. Like you're going to be floor seats to all of these games." So then when we ended up, they ended up playing Golden State. LeBron came back. I mean, that was that was some of the best time of my life in Cleveland. Wow. So, obviously, you have a relationship with LeBron. Uh, you guys are friendly. Um, yeah, I guess just give the audience a window. What it's like, what's it like hanging out with LeBron? Are you guys playing cards? Yes. You're playing hoops? We're playing uh, cards. Okay. We're playing cards. When I hang out with LeBron, it's more like a like an after a game with some of his teammates, uh, do a little bit of cards, um, a little wine. He's really into wine, really into <laughs> tequila. He's a Lobos. He shout out to Lobos. Uh, Saw flex for LeBron. But, um <laughs> Just yeah, just he's a really, really cool dude, man. I love the way he moves like Obama though. You got he has security, he has drivers, he's pulling up to a spot through the back door and next, you know, Braun just pops in. So it's 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 a it's a it's an experience to be with Braun. One thing I heard from somebody who's like a body double for LeBron is that uh he gets massages like almost every single day and he has to ask 
his nutritionist, what he can eat before he puts mm-hmm. it in. I mean, like, that's kind of crazy stuff. Did you have such a strict regimen playing in the NFL? Uh, not at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not even close. I think but at the, that, I think that's why he has so much longevity. That's why mm. LeBron is LeBron. He's 20 years in. I think it took me a good, my first five years, I was still eating McDonald's and Popeye's. Not going to wow. lie. Yeah, I was, I was a wild man. But after that, I finally started realizing, like Sheldon Brown showed me, um, Eric Wright. It was just a couple of players that I had on my team that was like, look, Joe, if you want to keep this for a long time, you're, you're 21 now. You can just wake up, not even stretch and come play. It's not going to be like yeah. that for long. So I think after my fourth year, I really started getting, I got a, a nutritionist. I had a, a PT, somebody that gave me uh, massages, a stem and needle, all that stuff. So I think that's what people are starting to do now that can make you play that long. It's like, how long do you really have? If you can do that for yeah. 10 to 15 years, to be able to live for the rest of your life to know you didn't sell the game short. I mean, I think Braun does a great job. I know he spends like a million dollars or something on his body at least a year. It's ridiculous. Wow. That's pretty cool. It's a, it's a great return on yeah. investment. I'll tell yeah. you that. Certainly. Um, so you were telling me before we came on that uh, you happen to be friends with Aaron Rodgers, and I thought we'd mm-hmm. you know, crowbar the Jets into the conversation here. Uh, tell me about Rodgers. You guys are kind of buddies? We're kind of buddies, man. It's really through my friend uh, Randall Cobb. He's married to my wife's cousin, um, so that's how we kind of had a relationship. So we kick it sometimes. Um, Aaron's just a really good dude. I met him at a couple weddings. So you know, he's my favorite quarterback. Oh. Terrible. That's probably he's, Aaron. That's probably Aaron. Like, Joe, yeah. don't be talking about me. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's a really good guy, a really good quarterback. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. Just arm talent, just the way he can move in the pocket, uh, deliver the ball. Um, I think the only one close to him in my eyes is Patrick Mahomes. That I, those are my two favorite quarterbacks. Really? No, no Brady? I mean, Brady's the best of all time, greatest. I'm talking about just arm talent. Uh-huh. When I like to see them throw the ball, like just watching the ball come out of his hands, just see the anticipation and things like that. Aaron Rodgers just has a different, huh. just a, a different swag to it. Which quarterbacks did you not like facing? Because whether I did not like or... facing Tom Brady. I did not like <laughs> facing Aaron Rodgers. I did not like facing Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, wow. those those guys. Did, did you see it from Mahomes? Like, I mean, you know, it took a year. He's kind of sat out uh, watching and then he comes in and is like, oh my gosh. Did I see it? So, Honestly, we played them, I think it was 2017 or 2018 in Pittsburgh. I was hurt. He threw for 20, 23 pass, 23 for 28, 346 <laughs> yards, six touchdowns, five incompletions, 28 passes total, six touchdowns. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like one of the best performances I've seen. So so when we saw the, the stat that he's the eighth pi- highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and when Burrow signs his mm-hmm. deal, Mahomes is going to be ninth. Nine. Is there any, you have anything wrong with that? Or, I mean... Let me tell you, it's just the way the game goes. It's the next man up. It's the Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's going to probably sign in the next 15 minutes and just pass uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert. So he's going to have his little time. Um, I, think it's, I think it's just the way that the game is going. Um, and I love Patrick Mahomes for the fact that he signed for a 10-year deal for 500. He's going to make his money. Patrick's. I don't think he's worried about it. I think he's worried about championships. I think he's worried about figuring out how to keep talent around him, how to keep pieces around him. And if they can move around his deal and structure it in all different ways, I don't think he's... Two words. Yeah. He owns a, like a baseball team. He's got yeah. some soccer. But yeah, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is pretty good with those. Revenue streams. Revenue We're streams. We're talking about revenue all over streams. The place. Yes, yeah. You got some. Uh, <laughs> I do want to ask. You said quarterbacks. That's where the market's going. Mm-hmm. What about running backs though? They're kind of getting shafted. I don't know if you got you were privy to this call where you were on the Zoom <laughs> as just a friend of somebody, but like it seems kind of bleak, man. I, I I know there's nothing that could be done, but it's a little sad. No. Not a little sad. It's really sad. I feel I feel really, really bad for the running backs. Um, we look at Saquon Barkley, like we said. He's one of the best running backs in the league. He had to fight 
to not get tagged for 10.1 and his contract ended up being $11 million. And then we're not knocking it saying like, when we talk about money in the NFL, it's not like, oh, you need to be happy. You getting 11. All right. But at the same time, when you're quarterback, you're better. He's making 40. It just is like, yeah. what are we talking about? And then Christian McCaffrey signed for 16 a year. So there's certain things where you're the best in the business at what you do. You go about your business the right way. You're not a problem in the locker room you're a good guy you your team once you should be in there so i just feel like sometimes with that i'm like why are you not giving the dude when you know that you don't have to because he's running back their life expectancy is a little short but we're people (laughs) we know how good saquon barkley is so i mean it from a business perspective i can see why they don't do it because they don't have to but as a human we like this is that sad i'm like yes that's extremely sad it's very so so you mentioned the quarterback numbers like daniel jones is making like four times what saquon barkley is yes is he four times better than Saquon Barkley? You know he's not. No, no, I need you to say it. <laughs> I know he's I, not. I know we, we, no, everybody does that, you know, yeah, but yeah. Not, not knocking Daniel at all. But, like, it's the it's just the it's the nature of the game. Yeah. Uh, give me the wide receiver that talked the most trash to you on the field that actually oh. might have shook you, college or NFL. Might have shook me. Um, I know you're so not rattled by Steve anybody. Smith. Oh, talked shit. the craziest trash, but he was actually really nice to me. He was going, he was talking to my the other cornerback on my team. Who so was that? I don't let's when it's not even come on. Used to be bad. Uh, Wait, why was he talking to him? Because uh, he was talking to him. Oh. I think yeah, that's what you don't do. You don't start it yeah. with Steve Smith. So I just you know just stayed a little quiet. It was Steve Smith and Michael Crabtree was the one that was talking oh. when he was in San Francisco. He was talking so much trash to me. And we were both sponsored by Jordan. I had to have a talk. We did the trip after the season. I'm like, yo, do we have real beef? <laughs> <laughs> but we were squashing. It was cool. Yeah, just yeah. When he was playing, he's just in his own, just wow. saying so whatever. So he, he got into it with Sherman. You remember that? In the yes, 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 yes. I didn't know why Sherman was so angry about oh that. But goodness. now I guess it's Crabtree. Was I don't talk. Michael Crabtree's talking crazy to me. I was like, but it was. And you didn't even start it. He just start. came at you with yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you handle that? Like, do you does it get in your? Does it bother you at all? No, or? no, no, no. Then I then then I have to get back and then I get in my back. You know, oh, I normally okay. don't start it, but you know, you yeah, gotta finish yeah, it. Yeah. You gotta finish it. Well, not with Steve Smith, who I think has punched out a few teammates. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's early. All right, so I know you're gonna have fun with Shady and company on Speak here next. Um, I gotta. It's only July, but I gotta ask for a Super Bowl pick. Do you have one? It's early, or maybe you could give me a f- two teams in each conference. Um, well, you know, I'm not going to go against Patrick Mahomes. Fair. I'm trying, I'm, I'm thinking right now, Patrick and Travis, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to do the dynasty. They're ready for yeah. it. And he said it, it's going to take three to, to do the dynasty. All right. I think it's about time. So I think they, I think the chiefs, I think the chiefs are going to win it again. Way to go out on a limb, Joe. I mean, uh, look, look you asked me a question. I know. And, I, and, I, and I'm legitimately, <laughs> I have a one answer. I think the chiefs are going right, to win it. NF- how about NFC team? Or do you have a sleeper this year? A Anyone who may come out of, out of nowhere and shock some people? I think, no, it's only in the AFC. I'm going, if the Chiefs don't win it, the Bengals or the Bills are going to win it. Bengals are so, so you like favorites a lot, huh? I like, no I'm, Jets. I like, my, I like the teams that were beating me that I think <laughs> should win. I'm like, these yeah, dudes yeah, are yeah. nice. Like Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, they are deserving. Vaughn Miller, they are deserving of winning another one. They have a lot of talent. So, Oh, by the way, you just because you mentioned Diggs, one more thing. So TJ Hushmanzada was on here mm-hmm. earlier this week, and he said, you know, Diggs is like complaining and like – it's going to get in Josh Allen's head. He's going to try to force feed him the ball. This could be bad for Buffalo. Um, do cornerbacks follow that stuff? And do you use that in your bag uh, to Diggs? Man, he ain't throwing you the ball. Josh, not, he's not even looking your way. Do you do if any he, of that? Oh, for sure. 
For okay. sure. If he starts getting a little hot, could you see him looking at the quarterback, throwing him like this? Man, you was open on that play. <laughs> you just drove off like, ah, missed you. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, you. Has that rattled any receiver? When I don't been? know if it's rattled him, but you see them going at their quarterbacks. I'm like, does anything that's not happy-go-lucky high-five? And I'm like, that, that, I think that's good. I think that's good for us. Wow. Uh, hopefully Sauce Gardner uh, does it in the opener. Yeah, that Jets do. Bills. Like, I can't wait for that. Yeah, he's special. He's special. He's special. Yeah. I'll take it. All right. Him, uh, he's very, yes. Yeah. yes. Joe Hayden, former Browns Steelers star. He'll be on Speak today. Jo- Joy, uh, Shady, the gang. It should be fun, man. Thanks oh, a lot, Joe Hayden. Thank good you. stuff. Oh, man. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. (laughs) Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go to Alex with the news. 
This is the Herdline News. Well, let's switch gears to the NBA, where according to The Athletic, officials with the Dallas Mavericks spoke to Luka Doncic about reducing his playing weight ahead of the 2023-24 season. Now, there was no word on what Luka's reaction was to the request from management, but we have seen him struggle throughout his career with keeping in peak shape over the summer. Now, we have seen, yeah. I think it was around June 9th, we mm-hmm. have a photo where Luca looks very slimmed down. Can we call him skinny Luca? No, look right here. He looks he looks fit. He looks trim. Cause we've seen it he slowly gets into shape throughout the season, right? But he's young. He's 24 years mm. old. Still he's a big would you call would you call 24 like a big kid? Uh, I was immature at 24. I don't yeah. know about you. Were you no, mature? He's not, he, no, uh, <laughs> well, that's when I got my first TV job. I think I was pretty mature. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. well, flex there, George. Pretty- now, Luca's making tons of money at 24. Yeah. He's one of the best players in the league. But we did just hear Cuban come out and say that Kyrie knows that this is Luca's team. Luca knows that this is Luca's team. And now they're going to have Kyrie for the entire season. Maybe there's a little more off-season responsibility of, hey, we need you to come in tip-top shape. You are the face and heart and soul of this team. Let's get it started from day one. I mean, but he looks great. Yeah. Looks great. Are you high? Are you high I'm more on? worried about Kyrie than Luca's weight. I'll just put it that way. Well, I think everybody is. By the way, uh, Joe Hayden talked to him about uh, Kyrie Irving. I'm not going to say what he said. Um... Uh, I'm more worried about uh, Kyrie than Luca's weight. I'll just leave it at that. I, I loved all of Joe's behind-the-scenes stories, great. by the way. Yeah. That was great. I love a good, like, what's someone like when you pull the curtain back? Joe was incredible. All of his yeah. stories were incredible. Authenticity always I, wins. That's what it is. All right, let's switch gears to the NFL, where the Giants signed left tackle Andrew Thomas to a five-year, $117.5 million extension this morning. Just hours before they opened their first practice of training camp, Thomas is coming off his second team All-Pro honors last season, and his new deal includes $67 million guaranteed, mm. which is a record for an offensive lineman. Now, my first thought here is what is Saquon Barkley thinking when you hear this? He was oh. fighting to get one million dollar like over over like one to two million dollars right on his yeah, uh, nine hundred thousand in incentives i think it was yeah he's got a hit and thomas is getting what about like 23.5 million dollars a year now with this new contract mm, yeah, and left tackle. fought to get 11 mil i mean left tackle is important now thomas Extremely. i didn't realize this alex he graded out as the third best left tackle in the league yeah according to pro football focus again just one data point we don't Nobody's saying he's the third best left tackle, but last season he was excellent. The rest of the line was pretty much garbage. Okay, so if you're looking at, we have the notable contracts on the screen right now, where you have who just got paid. You got Jones with four year, 160 mil, Thomas with the five years, 117.5 mil, Lawrence with the four years, 87.5 mil, and Saquon Barkley with the one year, 10.1 mil that he had to fight. Who, who wrote that, Alex? Notable up. contracts. That feels like a dig. Oof. It is. That is rough. It is. These are the notable contracts uh, that just happened for the Giants. I just, how do you think Saquon's feeling about this right now? Not great. Right? Let's just, let's That's just the first thought. It's like, ooh, okay, where is my value? Yeah. Which adds to the 
the running back conversation. All right, let's move on to soccer, where Lionel Messi made his first start for Inter-Miami last night, netting two goals and later adding an assist. Now, remember, Messi also scored in his debut with a game-winning free-kick goal on Friday, so he already has made a clear impact. But Messi's impact has extended beyond the pitch as well after already bringing his former Barcelona teammate, Sergio Busquets, to Miami. A team uh, also recently added another Barcelona teammate in Jordi Alba as well. Now, if you watched at any of Messi's goals, it's exactly what you would expect Messi to do. Obviously, with the game-winning free kick in his first one Friday, last night, an insane... He. I, <laughs> Literally, I'm like, why is nobody marking Messi right now? He had a breakaway off the post, scored in himself. Like, it's just, it is so beautiful. He is the GOAT. He is already elevating the MLS. You see all the celebrities that are at the game, every single game that he's there. This is this is big for soccer in America all around, and he's just he's just so much better than all of the competition out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which you hope then would maybe bring over some other big names that will help elevate yeah. the MLS to that next level. Um, so I fired up the Apple app on my phone, and I'm wa- I was, I was like, oh, I got to watch a game, but I yeah. had to pick up my kid from a camp, and so it was Did like you miss fumbling. The first goal? I mean, Alex. <laughs> I, I turn on the app and Messi had just scored. I was yeah. like, "What already?" Oh, and yeah. then he gets another one. Yep, two goals in 21 minutes. I'm like, "Yeah, this is." Because so I was hanging around. See, is he going to get best. the hat trick? Did not. He got an assist. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm I'm on a soccer text thread with a bunch of soccer dads in our area. Yeah. And they're like looking at the standings and they're like, "Listen, Miami's going to be in the. They were dead last in the league. Oh yeah. They're going to be in the mix here to do some major damage. Oh yeah. When they you advanced, have when you have the goat, yeah. like the greatest of all time. Yeah. That was the goat. Playing overseas now here on your team, yeah, he will, he will win, he will will this team to the top. It's it's gonna be fascinating to watch. I think it's must see TV. Uh, I don't know how everyone else feels. I know the herd audience is huge on soccer. I mean, we're big soccer fans uh, yes, here. Yes, I am. Well, you played, I and I, I still play. I won a trophy at a tournament. Uh, Good for you. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes. Uh, Everybody cares. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> That was it. That's all, yeah. Oh, that's it. Alex yeah. and That's the wow, news. Wow, I'm so and nervous for stopping by. to uh, test my Women's World Cup knowledge. Oh, oh you're boy, thinking this could, about that, huh? Alex, I might call a friend, and that would be you, uh, you phone for a the friend? help here. I can't, I can't give you, I can't give you <laughs> any hints. You're going to do great. Uh, you're listening to The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made Raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time for Best for Last. We've got a good game. Staff's going to make me look real bad here. The World Cup nickname game. Alex is going to give me the nickname of one of the countries competing in the World Cup, and I'm going to determine which country's team it belongs to. So it's you got a 50-50 shot here, okay? Because I'm, I'm giving you both the countries, oh, and you're going to okay. guess. So, yeah, so yeah. you're going to do okay. 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 Hopefully. Also, you need to go into a game of confidence, J-Mac. Pop I, yourself up. Yes, so you got yes, this. Very good. I got this. There you go. Okay, which team is known as the Matildas? Australia or Canada? St- I, I, I'm, this is just a blind guess. Canada? Nope. Uh, here Australia. We go. It's a guessing game, yeah. It's okay. Australia. Okay, fair enough. What, what, what is that about? The Matildas? So the name came from the large kangaroo seen at the 1982 Commonwealth Games in Brisbane, which was called Matilda. Never been there. Yep. But okay, maybe All right, soon. let's move on to the next. Which team is known as the Steel Roses? China or Denmark? <laughs> Gotta be Denmark. 
Whoa. No, it's China. The Steel Roses what? is a sign of unity, cooperation, and the fighting spirit of the team. That's a real nickname? The Steel Roses? Yeah. You like it? Are we sure that's not fake? Scott, make that up. Come on. Steel Roses? No. All right, let's move on to our All next right. one. Which team is known as the Coffee Growers? <laughs> Colombia or Argentina? I got to get this one. Come on. So I'm a Starbucks coffee guy. Oh, I'm Are not. you one of those like small shops? I'm, I, I'm, I love South American Got to be Colombia. Yep. yep. Victory. All you right. You got it. Colombia. Okay. Moving on to our next one. Which team is known as the Red and White? Denmark or England? <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going to go England. Denmark, red and white are the colors of the Danish flag and the kits worn by the Danish sporting team. All right, so a lot of nicknames uh, in the Women's World Cup. By the way, have you known Every, any of these? Yeah. I, I covered the Women's World Cup. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I know. Okay. Which team is known as oh, the Lionesses? Right. England or USA? England. Yep. There you go. It, uh, probably the most famous nickname in recent times. It's used to differentiate from the England's men's soccer team, which is the Three Lions. Three Lions, yes. Yeah. All right. On to our next. Which team mm. is known as the Blues? France or Italy? I'm going to go France? God. It's both of them. They oh, actually really? oh, the share their nickname with their, uh, Get that their male out of counterparts, here. too. Come on. It's a trick question. That is There's not cool. There could have been a C, A, B, or C. So okay, yeah, fair both. enough. Trick question. I was, was not bad. How seldom, many have you wrong, seldom right and wrong again. Two? You've gotten two right? Which team is known as the <laughs> Reggae Girls, Jamaica or Japan? Has to be Jamaica. Yep. You got <laughs> Japan. it. Japan. I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ja- right. By the way, Jamaica, when I lived on the East Coast, fun trip. You go to the Caribbean all the time, right? Like, so I'm a West Coast girl, so I, I've yeah, never, you. I've never done the Bahamas, I've never done the Caribbean. I'm a Hawaii person. Jamaica is a great spot. Okay. Oh my gosh, really fun. They've yeah. Well, been. Hawaii and Cabo, right? Yeah. Yeah, Caribbean has so many islands. Um, Yeah, that's that's the East Coast side. I know. Okay, let's get to our next team. Which team is known as Football Ferns? New Zealand or South Korea? All right. Since one of them was both, could one of them be none? Is this the one? None of them are named the Football Ferns? Is that your final answer? (laughs) It's New Zealand. Ugh, it's bleak. It's okay. Let's, let's, we'll, we'll keep it rolling for yeah, you. Okay. Which team is known as the Super Falcons, Nigeria or Vietnam? I even watched the Vietnam match. I don't remember them saying the Super Falcons. The Super Falcons goalies, but no. It's got to be Nigeria. Yep. All right. Good job. Similar to the, the men's Super Eagles. Yes. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Which team is known as the Grasshoppers, Norway or Costa Rica? That's a brutal nickname. And play for the Grasshoppers? Yep. Sounds like a fifth grade soccer nickname. Denmark. What? Is Denmark not even a choice? Norway. Oh, Norway. Norway or Costa Rica? I mean... (laughs) Okay. All right. I I know uh, flags. Yeah, that's no bueno. It's okay. Okay. Which team is known as the Canal Girls? (laughs) Come on. That's not real. Suez or Panama? What, What was the first one? Suez or Panama? Suez? <laughs> Come on, they're not in the World Cup. It's got to be Panama. It's Panama. Come on. <laughs> they were trying to mess you. I actually I had to like 
checked like with producers. I was like, this what isn't this isn't a country, right? This Am I losing my mind? This is they're trying to fool you. Yeah. But you did it. You did good. Okay, we got two more. All right. Which team is known as the girls in green? Republic of Ireland or Brazil? I think I watched some of the Ireland match today. Did they play Canada today? I watched a little of that. Brazil. I almost just I almost just dropped an F bomb. You had don't you dare. I was so upset with myself. Don't you dare. I was like, oh he's got this. Easy. He's watched it. Don't bleep it out, right? No, 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 no. no. Okay, last one. Which team is known as Girls Girls? Spain or South Africa? Come on. That's like a South Africa. Yep. Yes. Yes. It's uh I don't want to. Out on a high note. How about that? Binyana Binyana, which translates to girls, girls. I feel like I've seen that on a sign near LAX. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, J-Mac. Yeah, okay. I went there. I, was uh, that's like, a, I, I just like, made I that up. I don't understand I know the, what's no, happening no. here. Anyways, uh, uh, okay. No, let's, how let's many did you get right? High. How many did you get right? <laughs> uh, not enough. Four? Um, yeah. That's it for us on radio in our final segment on TV. We're going to talk about Bill Belichick being on the hot seat. I still can't imagine they'd fire him. But as a Jets fan, oh, I love it. Would love that. What about you, Alex? Bill Belichick getting fired? Any shot? Can you imagine that? No, I, 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 because of his legacy, because of everything that he has meant to that franchise, it would have to be a situation where it's two sides coming together and you allow him to step away and retire. I, you can't, you can't fire one of the greatest coaches of our generation who was with yeah. with the dynasty that, that created a dynasty for your franchise changed your franchise forever that's not something i don't think that would be smart for craft and patriots yeah. and that entire franchise i think when i first joined the show i asked colin hopefully somebody can pull it just because i like to look right yeah um over under half a playoff win for belichick without Oof. brady yeah and it's looking like it's gonna be zero yeah it's gonna be the under I, it's I, brutal how are they getting to the playoffs this year how are they winning a game all right, They're we'll gonna wrap up the show next. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.